Hi, welcome to Surviving Small Business with Tony Lee's podcast. This podcast is where we are talking about jumping the queue. I'm your host, Tony Lee. Let's dive into today's episode. You are listening to Surviving Small Business. This podcast is written and designed for all small business owners. So let's jump right in. So today I'm talking about jumping in the queue and this is not what you think it is. I'm not talking about somebody lining up in front of the counter and then jumping in front of you. Essentially it is, but it's not like that. So I'm just going to refer to Christmas time. Usually that's like the most busiest time for us and it's a logistical nightmare, if you will. So What I mean by that is you have to make sure that you are managing everything perfectly. We have about 23 to 24 days to do the same amount of work, if not more, before the 24th of December because obviously everything closes down then. And when you have that much time and when you have such little time to do so much in what you normally do in a normal 30-day month and you're losing about six days, four to six days, it's insane. And what I mean by jumping the queue is you already have booked out, you've already, everything's all scheduled and planned and you get these sneaky little people that just come on through thinking that their job is more important than any other job that you've already pre-booked in weeks or months in advance. And so that's what I'm talking about today. And with that, you've got to make sure that you're looking after your team and you're also looking after your clients. But how can you do that when you have people jump in the queue and creating a logistical nightmare for not only for yourself, but for your team? But as you know, every year, Every time there's a crazy season, we just do it and we all just chip in and we just make sure it happens. So apparently every year it makes it a little bit easier, (laughs) but because every year we always implement a few new systems in place to make sure next year is much easier. But as I say, it's easier. It's because there's a dozen things that we can change for next year. And it doesn't mean it's going to be rainbow and unicorns, but it does mean that we can remove the inconveniences to make sure that next year is going to be better than last year. People jumping the queue is our biggest letdown. And by what I mean by that is you're completely booked out, you're managing projects or businesses like a boss, and then someone just walks in and says, hey, I need this, can you squeeze me in? This person can be somebody that you know or This person can be somebody that you know, or it can be a complete random person that's never used your company before. But there are some things that gets my heckles up, and these people are one of them. Two reasons, not one, but two reasons. Well, the first reason is why generally these people do want a cheaper price. So I'm not talking about, you know, they want a cheap product. I'm talking that they'll actually price bash you. They'll actually come in and they'll say, can you do it for a better price? And I want it at this time. And no, the answer is no. You can't have it at a cheaper price. If anything, you get a 10% or 15% surcharge because you're just being a douchebag right now. And the second reason is that they're jumping in front of the queue in front of all the other people who have placed their orders weeks, months in advance. And they're not even asking for a discount. But this person is. So I'm not, I'm, I swear to you, 95% of the time, these people who jump a queue 
do ask for a discount or do ask for a cheaper rate as they're asking it for within the next week or so. Do you know what? We say no. We actually do turn away people and I have actually learned to say to these queue jumpers, no, if you want it done at this time, you will have to pay 15% surcharge, sometimes 10 depending on how big the job is, and because we have to make sure that our team can manage it. Yes, our people will have to probably work on weekends and they may have to work a little bit later during the week, but this is the reason why is we need to accommodate those fees and charges to pay for our team. We don't expect our team to be working stupid hours, weekends, after hours, and not get paid for it and not look after them. How are you going to create a great positive culture within your company if you're just taking, taking, taking? So a few ways you've got to juggle it and you have to make sure it's beneficial for everybody, not just the customer. And the other big reason, you know, apart from saying no to people, like you don't want to be known as the company around town that says we're too busy to take your order. I understand that there's limitations of what we can actually achieve, but it's really, really frustrating. You don't want to be like, we're in a small town. We have less than 100,000 people in our town and we're the second largest company as well. So we're the second largest company in our industry. We are only in a hundred, less than 100,000 people in our, in our city and word spreads like wildfire. You don't want to be known as, oh, no, they're too busy. Don't ever see them ever again because they happened to arrive on like the 15th of December and wanted a two-week um, process of an order. So it's a bit, bit crazy. So what we definitely need to do is we make, need to make sure that we're working out the processes on that to go, hmm, these people are going to be jumping the queue. How are we going to manage that? So what are we going to do for next time? What is going to happen next year when crazy season hits again? Well, I've come up with three different ideas that can spring to mind. And the first one is like change the introduction of your audio when clients are calling to inform them that you're almost at capacity. So what that means is like when people call up, we have an introduction and I'm just going to use the business planner, for example. Hi, welcome to the business planner. Your call has been directed. Just one moment. And as the next bit could be, as we're approaching the end of the year, we would just like to thank you for your support and hopefully we'll be able to commit to your booking. It's just something simple like that. That would really work well. And it just also advises them, hey, look, you are reaching the end of the year and we are at capacity. The second one would be to advertise on all social platforms. Like, I don't know about you, but we advertise on five, six different platforms. And we can actually be posting that in October to say, hey, we have only got this many spots left. We've only got this many spots left. And I usually do do it. In 2017, I did it. 2016, I did it, but not 2018 and 19. The reasons why is because we still had flexibility in 2018. 2019, we were hit with a few curveballs and I was just too late. So this year, 2020, I'm definitely going to be scheduling a storytelling show within the social media platforms to let people know, hey, this is October, you have four weeks to book in this, blah, 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 like packages. And as end of October is approaching, November would be you have only got two spots left or five spots left. 
you need to make sure that you book in ASAP. So at least that way it's covering on all social platforms. We're advertising as well. We're sharing it through the Facebook groups and pages and Instagram. And that way we can also refer our clients to it as well. Hey, did you know we've been advertising since October that we've only got X amount of spots left with this type of package? That would be a really great one. And the third one would be just literally calling the clients out. I did this a few times in December and we would actually get some very frustrated people because we couldn't serve them to the highest possible standard as we could, as in squeezing them in because they're jumping the queue. I actually called a few clients out and said, as they're getting frustrated with us or angry at us because they couldn't have things their way, I'd actually call them out and say, hey, look, did you know that this problem has been months for you, but now you're coming in one week before Christmas. Do you not think the way that you're acting is very immature and you should have been more organized? I do be very blunt with people when they're like that because it usually snaps them out of it. Like I don't, I'm not rude. I don't yell at them or anything like that, but I just talk to them like that. So do you realize the way that you're acting is very immature and I'm really trying to help you, but it may not happen because you have left this too late. Out of all those conversations that I had in December, There was possibly four, maybe five of those conversations. All of them were completely fine. All of those clients were completely understanding and they actually reframed their opinion towards us and their way that they actually spoke to me, which was really, really refreshing to understand that they actually knew that what they were asking for was unreasonable. I hope these three little tips have helped you within your crazy season that if you get them, and I just really hope that you got to have some takeaways from this and maybe create your own top three list that you would like to tweak your 10% for this year. And if you have any ideas or any suggestions that you would like to pass on through to me, I would love to hear them. I'm always open to hear what other companies out there are doing to make sure that they're maintaining their stress levels through the crazy seasons. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tony Lee's podcast, Surviving Small Business. Bye.